What's going on, world? You already know what's going on. And we are back with another edition of the Manly D's podcast where we bridge the gap between manhood and society. I'm your host, Melly Mel. And you know, join with me as always. We got Husky and Bearded. We got my man Drew in the building. What's going on? Yo, what's going on? Ready to stir the pot, drop some gems. I'm ready to be Reverend Know-It-All tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Reverend Know-It-All. Hey, you know we got your boy Life Coach Lace in the building. Y'all already know what time it is, man. Glad to be back with my guys. Ready to plant some, sow some seeds on good ground. That is the motivation okay. for tonight. Are we in there tonight? Yes, hey, you sir. know we got your boy T. Roy, aka Pastor Troy. What's going on? It's your boy Troy here. We are ready for the night. Hey, just want to let our uh, remind our listeners to uh, follow us on our social medias on Twitter. We are at Manly Deeds underscore, and on uh, Instagram we are Manly Deeds Podcast. Come follow us, holler at us. We're gonna get some more content for you all to uh, to look up. Hey, Mel, before we get started, I got to make it known. Um, uh, we got to celebrate one of the homies tonight. Uh, my boy Drew just finished his first semester with a 4.0. Mm, plagiarism. Okay. We got to check that. Oh, <laughs> that's why. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's toxic. That's toxic. Okay. That's plagiarism. Hey, that's why he said he was going to be Reverend Noah all tonight, huh? Right, right. You was just gonna pass by. You just gonna pass by that. You won't gonna say nothing about it. Right. No, we was gonna let it ride. Reverend know it all. That's new. That's new. <sighs> nah, somebody did tell me I was Reverend know it all. <laughs> but um, nah, man, it, it it was tough, man. I um, you know, when you are taught something, you know, the same way for a long time, and somebody presents you some information in a different way, it's kind of a, a shock. Mm. Um, I think the term is cognitive dissonance. You know, dissonance. Um, somebody dissonance. tells you something. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's it. Um, somebody tells you, somebody tell somebody tells you something that, uh, you know, that disagrees with your whole logic. Man, that joint is kind of tough. So, I got through Old Testament, so I'm, I'm satisfied with myself. Mm, now we I ain't gonna lie. Now, now I felt like I went the... through my. Uh, I feel like I went through my first semester of seminary with you, bro. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> Why you say that, bro? As many arguments as you was having with me in text messages this last three or four months, bro, I feel like I I should at least got credit for Bible five hundred something right, right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> you should have got a badge on the Bible app. You should have at least got a, a something. badge, on, a a badge achievement or something. on the Bible app, bro. The joint should have popped up as a notification. <laughs> hey, people be getting reckless on the Bible app though. Well, how so? They do. Know I never though. noticed that. Tell they me do. How. They do. <laughs> Yo, people just. Number one, people that you never even spoke to be trying to add you as a friend right, on the Bible app. Right. Tell me I'll do this devotion one. with me. I don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Lace know exactly what I'm talking about. Add you to a devotion. One person ta- told me they added me to their prayer list. I was like, hold on now. What you praying for? I don't, you don't know what I, mean. I don't necessarily know if I want you praying for me for real. So I'm like, yo, uh, people be reckless on that joint, bro. Yeah, that's it. It's almost like Christian LinkedIn. No disrespect, just in mail. That's what it is, yo. And that and that's the reason why. Yo, I wonder if anybody can you slide in DMs on the Bible app? Man, get yo, out of here. And, yo. and you know get what? Out of here, bro. For, hey, for that very hey man, reason. I'm just asking for the people. Somebody Drew. wants to know. Drew, for, <clears throat> for that very reason, that's the reason why I don't <laughs> add women on Bible on the Bible app, bro. It's all homies. Only on the only women I have on there is my wife and maybe uh a couple sisters that my wife knows. That's it. <laughs> that's it. I don't add no extra women on that. Troy joint. making it into heaven, bro. 
he's in there, for bro. sure, bro. He's there for because sure. I don't. <laughs> this for sure. No, listen, listen, because this is what I don't want to have happen. I make a highlight or I make a note on something and it pop up in their notifications and they be like, mm, I love your revelation. No, I don't need to hear that <laughs> because my love language is words of affirmation. And the next thing you know, your boy going to be hemmed up. So I love your revelation. Lord, I got to start Troy. using that. Yo. I got to start using that. <laughs> hey, that's, hey, that's for 2022. I love your revelation. I love your revelation. I love your revelation. That's real. That's real. Yo, tr- hey, Troy, I'm, I'm, <laughs> Okay, I would say I'm surprised, but now that I think about who I'm talking no, to, not I'm not surprised. Nah, nah. You know what I'm saying? I would say I'm surprised that you had enough foresight, you know, to do that. But then knowing who you are, I just changed my mind. I'm not as surprised. Look, man, I was born at night, not last night. I know the game. I played the game. I played the game. Hey, and so because of I because I know how how what the ways, the tricks of the enemy, bro, I, I know how to go out myself. You real talk, you gotta be you gotta be a wild one to be going to, through the Bible app to try to bag something. <laughs> I was like, about to say the same thing. But Lace, yeah, you gotta, yo, but you Lace, gotta they'll do that joint though. Level. Yeah, I mean, you gotta be bi- biblically thotting to be doing that, like, for real. <laughs> for real. That, that, that's, that's heavy. That's heavy. Yo, you ask somebody, be like, yo, how y'all meet? Well, he slid into my DMs on, on the Bible we, app. We shared a devotional together. You know what I mean? Like, yo. what would that sound like? <laughs> Troy guarding his friends list on the Bible app. I got all manner of people as my friend on the Bible app. I don't know who my who my all friend for real. Manner, manner of people. Of people <laughs> my Dre wild on there probably. Oh, I won't be God. checking that Dre. I, I, I got about three Yo, devotions that I need to finish right now, so I ain't gonna hold you. I, you know, I you know be checking what? That I actually got a notification about you today that you finished one. I, was like, I did though, and I felt proud of myself. That joke been sitting there for you like should, three man. months. I ain't gonna hold you. you should, man. I ain't gonna hold you. I clicked that joint last night. I was like, let me finish these three days. Let me finish these hey, three days. You know what though? I used to uh I used to feel bad when I would log into the Bible app and it started keeping a record of how many times you done been on the Bible app. Him don't yeah. like accountability. Him and it was not like, like accountability. It was like you <laughs> No, the thing that bothered me was like, you've been in the Bible app seven days this year. <laughs> Seven whole days. Him not reading the word. I was like seven days. I was like, yo, they need to they need to cut this out, bro. And then Troy, then Troy started uh, reaching out to everybody, trying to get us to be wholesome, and was trying to throw us into devotions as a group. No, that was real. I appreciate that, Troy. I I appreciate that. I was on board for that. I started off strong, but he was trying to read the whole Bible in a year. I'm like, bro, exactly. Lace, lace. Give me a seven. I started off strong. Give me a seven day stretch. Give me a seven day. The Bible in 365 was wild, bro. (laughs) Bro, I'm about to do another one. 365 was wild. Let me tell you. I was you with what. you like the first the first seven days I was with you, bro. But after that, I was like, hey, let me talk to Troy one on one. Yo, real and, and real talk. It real was my man's voice, bro. It was my man's voice and devotional. I couldn't get So couldn't I stopped it, listening to the devotion. I stopped listening to the devotion. I just started listening to the actual scripture. Like the dude that was talking, I was like, bro, I don't even want because he was like 20 minutes in itself. You know what I'm saying? And then this the, is the gospel of <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Lord. Yeah, bro. I'm I, not- said, I can't do this joint, bro. <laughs> <laughs> man, no, I feel I feel bad though. British. I feel bad. Real talk. I'm like, man, I can't even re- I can't even read for 15 minutes a day. The Lord ain't gonna let me in, bro. If I can't even read. For <laughs> hey, I'm trying. I'm That's trying to tell hard, y'all. Bro. Let that joint be read to you. Let that joint. Oh cause, man. Because if you think about it, the Bible used uh, was all um, auditory. 
for like you know what I'm saying back in the day that's how that's how they remember that's how forty they, years yeah bro so I w- I was let that joint be read to you because that's that's how that's how Jesus and the rest of the Jews learn ain't nobody have money enough to have scr- uh, scrolls that they crib I feel it I feel it hey. well I don't feel as bad now but I did what? feel it as bad at first then I just stopped. Troy Reading. was picking some aggressive devotionals, bro. Yeah, it was it was mad them aggressive. Was, them joints was, was, was real aggressive, bro. Them was, I'm trying to challenge myself and they was y'all too. Bro. I'm trying to challenge myself and y'all too. Hey, bro. Troy's devotionals will make you feel horrible about yourself. You'd be like, yo, man, I gotta do better. I ain't gonna lie, yo. I ain't gonna lie. Troy threw us in a couple devotionals, and that Bible 365 messed me up. And then I hit a one on one and was like, hey, man, we're gonna have to scale this back right. a little bit. And then, so then he was like, you know what, bro? All right, I understand. So he uh, hit us up and was like, yo, we're gonna get on this new devotional in two weeks. Send us a calendar invite and everything. I was like, oh, Troy for real, right? So then in between that, I guess Drew took a peek at the syllabus for that thing and was like, uh, <laughs> He was Drew was like, I'm gonna try to find a different one that he can do. <laughs> Look, he texted that joint and was like, hey yo, I found another joint that I think might be better. I looked at that joint that said seven days long. I yeah. said, Thank God, Drew out his joint. Give me a seven day stretch. I can do seven days. It takes how long to build a habit. So let's let's build a pun rather than jump into the deep. That's end. a that's a really good point. That's a really you know good point. But you know what? It's it's always better to to do a little than to do nothing at all. You know what I'm saying? And so, man, if it take you two years to knock that joint out and um, to knock out the Bible in a year, you know what I'm saying? If it take you two years to do it, hey, at least you finish. What I tell you earlier, uh, Drew, the, 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 the winners ain't the strong or the fast. It's those who have endurance that can make it to the end. Facts. How was everybody's holiday? Now that Christmas and stuff over, everybody winding down and whatnot. Yeah. You know, uh, took some time to relax. We we you know, hop on the mic last week. You know, so everybody can catch up with family and stuff like that. So, you know, we was picking on each other a little bit in the group chat, but I really ain't hear how y'all's, you know, like time with family and stuff went. Well, let me start off by saying I had mommy, I had grandma's broccoli casserole, and uh, that joint was banging. <laughs> and uh, for everybody out there, because I, I heard, I heard whispers of y'all talking trash about my mom, my grandma's casserole, broccoli casserole, that y'all's mama can't cook. I'm just letting you know right now. Hey, Troy. I do owe you an apology though, bro. And I'm gonna, Here we I'm go. Gonna do it on the podcast. I'm gonna do it on the podcast. This weekend, I did partake of some broccoli casserole that did make me rethink our discussion about broccoli Come casserole. Come on, man. Yes. Stop. And I did make it a point to text Troy and say that I owe him an apology. I'm not gonna say that I'm looking forward to it from now on, but I will say it won't as bad as I made it well, out. What made it stand out, man? Give us, give us the. How did you feel about it? Because it, I know you looked at it and I was like, I'm details. about to dive in. So what what, what was it? So we, it was all there. I got all the sides. This was the only one that was left. And I was contemplating on if I wanted to damage my plate by putting it on there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so I went damage back and forth. Plate. I went back and forth for about 30 seconds. I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and get a little dollop. Throw it on there. <laughs> dollop. Try it out. Dollop. <laughs> Try it out a little bit. Threw it on there. It was really the last thing I went to, Troy. So the plate was pretty much gone by the time I even so got So you was through. already full. You were full and satisfied. Full. Okay. Full. Okay. And okay. I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and try it anyway. So I tried that joint and I was pleasantly surprised. Mm. You know, uh, it was it was prepared by another. Okay. And okay. Uh, This we knew. We didn't need to ask know, that. We didn't need to ask that. You know, so wow. I did. I don't know what that was supposed to mean. <laughs> this we knew. We knew, bro. We took the poll, bro. Yes. We took the poll. Remember, the, we did the, the poll. The data speaks we did for the poll. itself. 
86% of people who said Bronte Castle was trash <laughs> were of African American descent. And the remaining <laughs> the, the remaining from the diaspora, the eighty seven percent was from the diaspora. <laughs> was Troy and the others. So, you know, what was ironic was I already knew who made it. After I asked who made it, then I changed my mind. And it was like, you know what? You did a good job with this. And they was like, how you know she made it? I knew she I knew. made it. <laughs> I knew. <laughs> it was good, though. That's funny. The crazy thing is, though, I did an internal poll of my folks. And my grandmother was like, I've never heard of such a thing. What is that? She's broccoli. like, what, what are the ingredients in a broccoli casserole? I was like, I'm assuming broccoli in some form of <laughs> cheese <laughs> and crunch. <laughs> I don't know, Grandma, but I would have to assume that broccoli is a key component in this broccoli casserole. Oh, man. Yo, why, why people love casseroles so much anyway? I don't know. It's easy to make. It's, it's, the, easy. it's easy and it, yeah. So just like making lasagna, spaghetti is is very simple. It's basically like a a, a dump dish. You just yeah, dump fat. stuff in it fat. and you just throw it in the stove and it, call it a casserole. Yeah, and cheese cheese saves a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? So you know broccoli is not a favorite thing of anybody. So it it saves the broccoli and you put that crunch on it. Fireball chicken casserole. <laughs> Fire! You just throw a whole chicken bunch of casserole, hamburger helper. That's how like <laughs> hamburger helper. <laughs> <laughs> hamburger helper, bro. Yo, why was BLA so time with that trade, bro? Definitely hamburger helper, Troy. Hey, bro, I grew up on hamburger helper. I am not. So did I. I am and let me tell ashamed. you, since I've been an adult, I have never partaken of hamburger helper. Yes, yeah, when been, I was yeah, a child, been, I y'all. said, when I'm old enough to buy my own groceries, I'm never eating hamburger helper again. I request to tell y'all, y'all tripping, bro, because I bang some hamburger helper right now. All day, no. bro. Yeah, these cats is tr- they give me some garlic toast, bro, and bang. No. Let me tell our listeners real quick. This is supposed to be barbershop talk. You know, cats from the hood. You know, made it and stuff like that. <laughs> These cats is bougie. <laughs> you know what it took for me to get here to Lace's house? I had to pay a toll to Lies. get into hey, this Lies. neighborhood to get over here. That's cats hey, is Was bougie. there a security guard in the front of the neighborhood, bro? Bro, there was two security guards. One dude ran a scan under I'm my sure. car. He ran, a, he ran a scan under my car to make sure I ain't have a bomb. Hey, it's like that, man. It's and then like the that. other dude I patted just me to down because I was black. That Lace said, I just want to remind y'all that Lay said he won't never leave in the hood, bro. And now he live in the gated community. No, he did say he was leaving the hood. The he did say he was leaving the, the hood. hypocrisy. No, nah, he said he won't leave him, bro. He said he was gonna hold it down. I said I'm building it up, man. We build, we build it, we build a generational wealth. You can up. leave the hood and still build. Oh yeah, it up. yeah, yeah. They already know what time it is. We, yeah, yeah, we know that. We know. They already that. know what time. I'm afraid to ask how Drew's Christmas is since. You know how he do. My immediate family. It was dope, man. My mama showed out as always. You know, my mama takes Christmas seriously. Mm. Um, got the loved ones. Not only what they wanted, but what they need. Took a great amount of thought. But I balled out this year for Christmas. Um, mm, scared of got you. Got my brother balled some Air Maxes. Okay. Uh, my mom, you know, a personal wallet. And uh, got my dad some more work shirts. So ah. I, um, I had to combine what they wanted and what they needed. Um Surprisingly enough, my mom got me an Instapot for Christmas. Ooh, I, I'm I'm finna Ooh. rock out with that casserole. Right you got now. the casserole. Casserole for sure. You know why your mama got you an Instapot, right? Why, bro? Because she didn't want you partaking of hamburger helper no more, bro. She wanted better for you. 
Now he can just throw uh, the throw the whole bag in there. Throw the whole bag in there. Hey, let me tell y'all. Don't li- hey, hamburger helper got me through undergrad. I feel it. How long it take to cook hamburger, hamburger helper in the Instapot? Easy I, ten I minutes. Bro, max. It, it takes thirty minutes by itself, so it probably take like ten minutes to make hamburger easy, helper. Easy, easy ten Instapot. minutes. Easy ten. Once you have, because what you go probably do, Drew, you could probably go cook your ground beef or chicken, freeze it. And then when you're ready to partake, you just go throw it in the Instapot with it, throw the whole bag in there, and you Gucci. Boom. Right there. <laughs> and do that. Now, there you go. now, look, I'm going to let y'all know now right now, that. these Boom. dishes are the dishes that cause high blood pressure in the black community. Oh, the sodium intake is, is crazy. I'm going to be honest with you. Them joints be so tasty, you be willing to <laughs> risk death in order to eat them joints. Not risk death. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god. Matter of fact, I'm eat some hamburger helper tomorrow on, 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 on just because, just because. Yeah, just because. That's crazy. Lace and work. if you really feeling yourself, if you really feeling yourself when you ground your uh, when you brine your ground beef, put a half an onion in that joint dice. Oh, that's easy. That's, that's all day, every day. Chefing. Yeah, that's, that's all day, every day. Right there, yeah. you got an onion, you got a green pepper. Yeah, you got some garlic can't powder. See Melvin's face, but <laughs> some yo, garlic powder. A little bit of garlic powder. Okay, now, now mess around and get the minced. <laughs> you got the mince garlic? <laughs> Let me tell y'all this. Melvin's face right now. First of all, his nose is turned up and he's and he's holding a glass of wine as if he's like snooty of, of all of us. But let's remember, he did hey. bang out a, a dollop of of broccoli I did bang casserole. Out a dollop of broccoli casserole, bro. Hey, for the viewers, I will always say Melvin is my guy a hundred grand. But I'm starting to not know who my friend is. I think that in a previous life, Mel might have been Glenn Youngkin. Oh no, he's he's de- he's definitely <laughs> I don't know he's definitely is, Herman Cain. Rest in peace. Like right, that's what it oh. is. He's <laughs> definitely <laughs> Herman Cain hey, all day, every day, bro. This is why you can't evolve as a black person because as soon as the minute starts to evolve, bro. <laughs> He is absolutely First, first y'all was getting on me. First, y'all was getting on me saying I drink hypnotic and I should be ashamed of myself. Then I, you know, extend my palate and start partaking of fine wine and charcuterie boards and stuff like that. Then y'all start calling me a Republican. Well, it's, on it, the bro, it's, it's stuff, le- bro. like you go from it's, it's no middle ground. You go from one extreme. To There's the, no middle ground, bro. There's no middle ground. You There's got- no middle with this guy. <laughs> that's what it is. Hey, that's one of my. That's one of my life rules, bro. Either do that drink all the way or don't do I it at it. all. I feel it. I feel it. But um, the holiday was cool for me, man. Got a chance to um, be around fam and all of that. Um, my gifts were very interesting. You know what I'm saying? At, at what point do you get tired of getting draws and socks? You know what I'm saying? But, hey, it, it was a necessity. And I, I enjoy seeing the the smiles um, on other people's faces when you give them a gift that is authentic and something that they can definitely um, cherish. So it, it was real. You know what I mean? I always good to be around family. My grandmother turned 87 over the holiday. Hey, man, um, shout break, out to so, grandma. Congratulations. You know what I'm saying? Happy so, birthday. So that's, that's always a, 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 a blessing. Um, and again, you know, we're getting older, so you, you, you look at life and these celebrations very differently because everybody's not always in the mix, you know, for various reasons. So it was good. It was a good look. It was, went by quick, but it was good. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah my grandma also. Yeah, my, no, my grandma's birthday that. too was um was on Christmas Day actually. Oh, word. Okay. Uh, she okay. turned seventy six this year. Word. So word, yeah. Word. All right. That's what it is, man. All right That's now. What it is so. Yeah. Hey, I always feel bad for people whose birthday is on Christmas Day. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's tough. Or even around Christmas. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Like literally, my grandma. You know how black people do. They ain't gonna separate your gifts at all. Oh, it's no, all gonna it's be one. <laughs> one stop shop. What are you talking about? <laughs> 
Cut it out. Cut it out. You getting a quirk date, Griff. But I do have a question. I do have a question before we transition. How do you feel about, so it's like a prime example. My grandmother turned 87. How do you feel about, you know, kids or say, for instance, like my grandmother's children buying gifts and then saying that they're from my grandmother to give to people? How do y'all feel about that? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know, actually, I've been purchasing stuff on my grandmother's behalf for the past couple years because she just doesn't do Internet. Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, if she's like she asked me, hey, what does your wife want for Christmas? And so I'm like, "Uh, this is what she wants. (laughs) She was like, well, can you go ahead and buy it for me? And I just give you the money. Right. 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 right, So that's basically how it is. So I mean, she, she bought it, though. She and she bought it. She gave me the money for it. Okay. Um. Yeah. And so yeah. But minus the money part, like you know, what I'm saying you get a gift that say from X Y Z, and you know at at the core that it wasn't technically. <laughs> <laughs> and then she looked just as surprised as you, like, oh, <laughs> oh, that's nice. I yeah, you baby, that. you gave nice, it to me, darling. Yeah. So nah, that that's what it is. Yo, I can't even I can't even say nothing because I think, I mean. I'm pretty sure that Sharita's done it for me plenty of times where she actually buys something and says that it's from both of us and I have no idea what was in it and I ain't have no hand in picking that out and nothing like that. Half the kids' Christmas gifts got Sharita's name on them. I feel it. I feel you know, it. I don't, I ain't got nothing to say about that. I, I'm guilty of it. But at, what, but at what big age do you just stop that? Because like, yo, literally myself, all the grandkids, my uncles, aunts, they all got a gift saying the same thing. We, I mean, come on now. We all know what time it is. Like, so when is that? Uh, when is enough enough? No, I don't think that that's bad. I think it's worse when kids come together and buy their parents a gift and say it's from all of us. Right. When one person did right. most of the lifting. <laughs> Those are facts, bro. Those. That's that the worst. Is my life, dog. That is my life, feel, bro. But the richest, the richest sibling always puts up the most bread. There's always a broke sibling. One sibling kind of in the middle waiver, probably That's throwing a couple facts. dollars. But it's always the broke one that got the most to say. Why the broke one always got the most to say? First of all, I'm going to speak on behalf of the broke sibling. <laughs> I got the thought, okay? I got the thought. <laughs> all right? Blake just got to chatter to do it, I okay? It. I feel it. I feel it. I I this is a safe space, so I wasn't trying to out you. Um, in any way, uh, <laughs> Reverend Doctor, Look, man, for all the broke siblings that's listening to the podcast, I'm with you, man. I feel it. I feel it, bro. Nah, that's what it is, though. But no, holiday holiday season was good. Holiday season was good. No, I want you bad for me, man. Y'all, y'all saw a little bit of what I was doing, uh, charcuterie boards, watching football, stuff like that. Uh, the the kids had a had a very good Christmas, you know. In my opinion, I ain't, I ain't hear no complaints this year. Um, Miles was pleasantly surprised about his gifts. Maya always racks up, so I never worry about her. Um, and, you know, I always take care of Sharita, so she she was happy, you know, this Christmas. So I, I want too bad. Uh, how did Miles how did, got to be around family? How did Miles feel about the whole Santa Claus thing as far as when he Yeah, how did he bounce back from that? How did he bounce back? Hey, man, he got a PS5 for Christmas. He don't care about Santa Claus. (laughs) Oh, word. That's what it is. No more. That's what it is. No more. He don't don't care about Santa Claus no more, bro. He just been... Actually, what what was crazy is he got the PlayStation and... Then we, of course, you know, we got to do all the setup and stuff like that. You got to download all the things you need to have. And that drink took... Legit 24 hours. Oh, yeah, Something was wrong yeah. with it. Something was wrong with the internet connection, you know, and it was taking double the time to download the stuff. So he didn't even get to play the joint on Christmas Day. And then the day after Christmas, you know, we went up to the Berg to see family and, and kick it and stuff like that. So 
he got the joint, opened it, and then for like three straight days, he didn't even get to play the joint. So, you know, he was ready to go. And, you know, since we've been back in Charlotte, he's been in his room with the door closed. You know, uh, <laughs> you're not going to see my if man he, for a couple of days. It's like that. It's like that. If he was a teenager, I'd be worried about what he's doing in there. But since he's uh, nine. Right, right, right. Controller, I ain't too, wor- controller I ain't too worried sticky. about it. <laughs> Hey, bro, just remind me not to play the game with Miles when I come to y'all crib, bro. Yo, so he... he hey, but like, yo, you got another controller, big dog. <laughs> uh, so, that's nah, it was straight, man. That's what's up. So, I mean, I don't know if the listeners can tell by now, but, you know, we usually have a topic or subject, but we ain't got nothing for that tonight. <laughs> uh, we kind of just, you know, we I ain't going to hold you, bro. We doing the end of year wind down. We got about three days before the new year, you know, kicks in, so... You know, we just spending this time reflecting, catching up, you know, laughing, ridding ourselves of 2021, yeah, man. you know, to get ready for the new year and stuff like that. So for those who are new to the podcast, we have what we like to call the word of the week, you know, a uh, little five minutes where we like to allow Dr. Drew Mar, you know, to, to increase all of our education <laughs> by blessing us with a, you know, dictionary word that we can take with ourselves and practice and stuff like that. It's definitely helping me because, you know, I don't have a very large vocabulary, so. I like it when you share those words with me so then I can impress other people with them. Without further ado, the wow or the word of the week for this week is Jokois. Jokois. He made that word up. Jokois. Hey, that's. Hey, I promise you I did not make this word up. And I'm going to be honest for the listeners. I didn't even know what this word was until my mother had to explain it to me when she used it in a conversation with my father. So give us the example. Give us the I'm example. Rubber. It sounded like she was cussing your mom. Right. That sounds like out. a cuss word. <laughs> tell, us what it, tell us what it means first, and then I'll be able to know how she used it. So Jokois is basically say joking. It means that you're taking a serious situation and you're making a joke out of it. Okay. Oh, I do so that all anybody time. right. So anybody who knows me or my family knows we're extremely sarcastic. And so I can't go into specific detail because the listeners might look at my father differently because <laughs> he does not take anything seriously that he needs to take seriously. <laughs> Shout out to Big Daddy Mo. And my mother took Big Daddy Mo, but uh, she told him that he was being Joe Coyce in a situation. Uh, mm. And it was such a big word that even my dad had to use context clues <laughs> to figure out what my mama was talking about. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Jokois. Okay. Did she say like you're being... Before the end of the week, Mel. Did she say like you're being Jokois about the situation, like something like that, or you know what I mean? How did it... Absolutely. Gotcha. That is verbatim. Okay. Verbatim what she said. So can can you put an ING at the end of that joint? Like you're Jokoising right now. Can you... Is that that possible? No. I I don't (laughs) know. I don't know Jokois is the root word, right? You know? Uh, But I don't know uh, what that can evolve to. Jokois, okay, yeah. okay. And I'll what's the, make what's it a point. The, I mean, what's the plural? Is it Jaquai? Jaquis? Hey, look, man. I don't know what the plural that joint. Well, yeah, y'all can't hey, see my, that. You, 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 you gotta be right like, right hey, man, you being real Jaquis right now. You, you being, being real Jaquis. <laughs> Nobody taking you seriously. <laughs> hey, bro. You gotta be a real serious. Hey man, you gotta stop being so Jacquees, man. Chill out, bro. I feel uh, it. I'm, I'm with about that. to misspell this joint in Google real quick so it can tell me how to spell it. Hey, bro. J O C O S E. Okay. Okay. C O S E. 
Bro, they it joint picked it up after the uh, the second O. I hate when I spell something so wrong that Google just <laughs> Did you mean? <laughs> <laughs> but but did you mean? Did you mean yes? <laughs> Google be like, I don't know what you're trying to do, but I think this might be it. But did you mean? Why y'all looking that okay. up? I just want to let y'all know. Um, my man Lace had a drawbridge that I had to cross over <laughs> yeah, in order to get to this trip. <laughs> Does he have a moat? A trip? moat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, so Troy, what you're telling me is is that Lace lives in a gentrified area. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I can I can answer that for you. I can answer that for you. See, Neighbors be out in the morning, Tate, is there waving, drinking a, Rashad, drinking Tate, a cup of Lace. coffee while they pick up their newspapers. And that's hey, what it is. Hey, Lace. So I was gonna ask you: Are there others there walking their pets? Oh, all day, every day. Oh, for sure. All day, every oh, I know that's a bet. And I keep it a stack with you. I there's a, I'm a, there's a Starbucks around the corner, ain't it? <laughs> no, 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 no. Because it's we in no. the woods. We in the woods, bro. But I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. This is what I desire to live in this is the environment i desire to be in so yep my, my brother made it, you made it you made it still striving i ain't man. mad still at that striving. still striving. one day i am gonna walk to my mailbox with an obnoxiously <laughs> large robe and just randomly wave oh it's like that yeah, no it's reason. like that it's like you got you always got to say hi how you doing big guy or or, or my man or something of yep. that nature you know what i'm yep. saying that's how it goes that's how it goes uh they don't bro you Oh no, they no. they don't bro. They don't bro. They they say how are you, how are you, Mister Lovelace? So that's what it is, man. <laughs> oh wow! So you really in the neighborhood? Hey, you know Lace be turning it on too, shucking and jiving. So that's hey, hey bro, absolutely. <laughs> there's two targets in our in the town that we live in, um, and uh, we went to the one that's on the good side of I, tonight. We went to the one on the good side of town, and if anybody's ever seen me before, I got a little faux hawk and a beard. So uh, um, a white person came out of his truck and he's looked at me. He's like, do you know you look like James Harden? I, I said, bro, you got it. I said, bro, you got it. You got it, bro. I got in my car and peeled out because I ain't even want to. I ain't want to start that conversation. James Harden. Wow. Bro, you should have just turned around and started doing this. With your head. <laughs> start cooking them up. Oh man! You should have did the James Harden cut when he, hey, when he called you out. That, that might need to be another episode, though. How do you handle those incidences where people um, clearly just say you look like somebody random? That just because they black, you look like them. I have maybe one feature that <laughs> aligns with what they they represent. So that's funny. That's mad funny. All right, bet. So that was good, Drew. Drew Joe Coyce. I'm Joe gonna remember Coyce. that. I'm gonna I'm gonna use it in a sentence later this week. <laughs> Um, are you jacoising me? <laughs> are you jacoising <laughs> me? <laughs> hey, bro, it's got to be in the staff meeting. Are you being jacoised? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, because they might know what it means. I got to use it around people who are uncultured. Oh, wow. Okay. 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 Hey, that's, hey, bro, that's horrible, bro. That's horrible, bro. That's you funny. have somebody be And they go, look, they might listen to the podcast, and then when they hear me use it, they're going to know that I think that they're the uncultured group. Right, that's it. You classifying <laughs> folks. All right, so you know we got the whole, you know, you're with it and all yeah, segment where we basically just debate trivial things. We kind of just did that a little while ago, yeah, though, yeah, yeah. talking about the whole Christmas gift-giving thing. But, you know, it's that time of year, you know, the whole, you know, New Year, New Me type of thing that everybody getting into, mm. making plans for the New Year and stuff like that. So... 
the winner and all for me this week is, you know, how y'all feel about New Year's resolutions? Mm. Is that a is that a thing? Do y'all, you know, make your own resolutions and stick to them? How y'all feel when y'all see some other people, you know, talking about their resolutions and whatnot? Um, I'll say, like, I definitely make New Year's resolutions, but I don't feel like they got to be accomplished, like, in the first week of the month. Almost like, it's that. a year-long thing, Yeah, you know? And so, like, last year, my joint was to improve or take my mental health more seriously. And so it was a year-long process. And I definitely think at the beginning of the year to where I got now, um, <clears throat> I got a solid counselor. She got a Christian foundation, but she also has all of her, like, uh, secular, you know, um, um, credentials that she needs to be able to practice or whatever the case may be. So it's just a year-long goal. I mean, it literally goes back to what Troy said. You know, the race is not always given to the swift. So New Year's resolutions are great, um, but I think people feel the need that they got to accomplish it. You know, like within a week, you know, they'd be like, you know what, man, I'm gonna lose 100 pounds this year <laughs> in two days. And they go to Planet Fitness <laughs> in two days, <laughs> in two days, and this is like, bro, it's not gonna work like that. Now, I think you hit the nail on the head, Drew. I think the big piece of it is understanding that it's a process. So, me personally, I don't necessarily do New Year's resolutions. I know a lot of people do. They do vision boards and all that. I think that for me. Self-improvement is a continuum. So what I may think I need to improve on today could be vastly different, say, for instance, in August or September, you know what I'm saying? So uh, it's the concept of continuous improvement, growth, um, awareness, and building capacity around certain things. So I don't necessarily write down or say I want to do this or do that. I just want to grow and, and be better, a better version of me, whatever that looks like. So um, I'm not knocking anybody that does. I know people that have elaborate um, you know, one of my homies was like, he was building out his vision board for the last three weeks. I'm like, man, like, really? So, hey, <laughs> whatever works for you. Hold but up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Don't do you it, Drew. Do vision boards? Absolutely. What's, what's the problem what's with, wrong that? with a vision yeah, board? What's wrong with that? Hey, bro, without. I, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not shaming him. I've just never heard. I'm not of shaming a man as you are shaming. <laughs> bro, where there is no vision, the people shall perish. Amen. I was about to yeah. say that, bro. So, yes, sir. Look, bro, I'm asking so that I can take part of this vision board planning yes, party. Yes, so. Hey, bro, I ain't gonna lie. I did think about making my own. Hey, so you can board. go. Bro, little, little Rail literally had a comedy skit about this, about how <laughs> women do vision boards and men don't. No, I mean, so they, do. they do. They do. So um, you can go to Hobby Lobby with Mel and get all the. <laughs> And, and get all the ingredients for your vision board, and y'all can cook it in your Instapot, and you go from there for the year. Yo. Do we got to lay on our stomach with our legs in the air while we do the vision board? Is that is that a part of it? I, I, I don't no know what it do, I don't know what goes into it, but hey, that, that's what it is. What the you homie said he was doing. You need a for all that. Yeah. Hey, bro. <laughs> so, I, hey, bro. I'm never purchasing an Elmer's glue stick for anything. <laughs> I mean, they got virtual. They got virtual vision boards too. You don't need all of that. Didn't know I'm, that. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. Is that what you talking about? PowerPoint or? Bro, I mean, I'm pretty sure somebody gets this nigga about to go in the camera to do a vision. Board. Right. He about to put I a prezi. He about I to would, put a prezi together. I would, not be surprised. I would not be surprised if that's a thing. Yo. A vision board prezi. Yo. Yo. I ain't gonna lie. Uh. uh I wouldn't say that I necessarily do do resolutions, um, but I do at the end of every year for like the last four or five years, I do try to find at least four or five things that I know for sure that I want to focus on sure. in the coming year, whether it's uh, taking another step in the career or, you know, um, 
attaining some sort of you know asset that I may not have, like purchasing a home or something like mm-hmm. that. You know, like yeah, I always yeah. try to you know put stuff uh, on my board like that. One of the things I I wanted to do this year, which I was pretty proud of myself about, was just increasing my financial literacy, mm-hmm. just like in general. You know what That's I mean? Good. Just like That's understanding good. more about managing my money and actually being disciplined with it you know and learning how to invest properly and in the right places and things like that and just growing my my financial education you know from that point that was one of the things that i really wanted to you know focus on this year and actually hit a goal for how much money i wanted to save Mm -hmm. you know and put in Mm -hmm. and put into a savings account and you know i was i actually did that joint and i was surprised um that I stuck to it. Not that I w- I'm surprised that I was able to get the money, but that I was disciplined enough to stick to it. Sure. You know, yeah. so that was like, you know, one of my things for this year. Um, I think outside of that, I don't know if I got anything else that I wanted to do done. Um, well, I mean, it sounds like you did a lot but, from what you just explained. Yeah, you know bro. what I'm saying? Because, I mean, I think a lot of times people think that they have to accomplish, like Drew mentioned, like everything, like do everything in one setting or within a certain time frame but we have to also realize that life happens you know what i'm saying and sometimes yes. you will have to take steps back but as long as you stay focused and you stay the course that's all that matters so whatever that looks like for you um and again you in the race you in the race by yourself not for others so you got to keep that in mind too i feel that yeah most definitely bro i feel that um and i think that's really good and actually now that you mention it yo it wouldn't be a bad idea before we start like planning for the new year that we take a moment to reflect upon what did I accomplish this past year? Sure. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because, um, and because that will, that will be very, very, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, sobering for a lot of people is like, yo, did I just waste my year? Right. right, You know what I'm saying? Or did Mm -hmm. I actually accomplish something? Um, and I'm, I'm on that same board too. Uh, Mel, um, a couple years ago, my wife and I set a goal to have a certain amount of money in the bank account, and um, we actually hit it. Um, and this year, we need to set. Um, now that you mentioned it, we need to set a new one. Um, and uh, for us, how much money to have in the bank account? Now, um, it's very funny. We even talk about this. The wife and I were actually talking today about um, things we need to work on together. Now, we haven't necessarily spoke about what we need to work on individually, but. Um, like for um, the last three months, communication has been kind of difficult for us. Um, multiple things have happened. We've had deaths in families. We have um, miscommunication on some things. And so one of the things, one of the goals we set for this upcoming year is to do things that intentionally focus on us. Mm. Um, and a mm-hmm. um, couple things that we did was um, that we mentioned that we're going we're gonna to read a book together. Um, we're actually going to bring back our podcast Okay. Uh, that we that we started last okay. year. Um, we had plug it right now. Plug it. <laughs> uh, beauty and beard. <laughs> beauty and beard. Okay. Hashtag beauty and beard. You can find us on Spotify. Um, you can also find us on um, Apple Podcast, and we also have um, a YouTube page where we actually have the video. So we're gonna bring that back. Probably end up popping that back out um, in February once we finish this book. And because uh, we're actually going to discuss the book that we that we just read together. Um, so, yeah, man, I think it's I think it's good to set resolutions. It's good to be realistic. Like one of the things I said today for myself personally, I'm going to do at least 10 push ups a day. Like that's that's realistic. I didn't I probably did. <laughs> hey, Troy, I, I was about to shame you, bro, but I ain't going to I ain't going to do it, man. Yeah, no, I'm going to let you have no that 10 push ups. But it, it's. But if y'all know one seventy thing, a week, seventy a week. If you know, <laughs> if you know anything about setting goals uh, or accomplishing goals, you have to remove 
the biggest obstacles out of the way first in order to get them started, right? And so the the biggest part for me was just like even just just getting started to work out, mm-hmm. you know, do something. Mm-hmm. So if I could do ten push ups a day, it, I'm I'm the type of person I'm like I could probably do ten more and knock them joints out by by the time you know it, I done knocked out 40, 50 a day. And, you know, just by starting, just by doing 10. So um, that's one of the things I got planned uh, for myself this year. Hopefully uh, I can add some more to that list. I'm actually going to be working on that list this, this week myself. I know one thing, one, one of the things for sure I want to do um, in 2022 or that we want to do as a family um, is, is purchase our first home. Purchase our first home. Hey, uh, hey, that's what it is. <clears throat> you know, I've never... You know, owned a home before, and honestly, until recent years, I used to not even want a house. You know, like I wasn't into the whole, you know, needing to have my own home and be in large debt and all that type of stuff. Like I had no interest in it whatsoever. You know, and through you know my financial literacy, you know, reading and stuff like that, and started to understand um, basically home ownership and what that can do for you in terms of wealth creation and, and stuff like that. You know, for your family, it definitely made me start moving in the direction of like, all right, well, this is a thing, you know, that I need to do, you know, and get that right. It's funny how I wasn't at, when I wasn't as interested in getting the house, I wasn't frustrated about it. But then the minute I wanted to get it and saw all the stuff that I had to do to get it, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I started to get pissed off. <laughs> I started to get pissed off. It was just like, you know what? I don't even know if I would do that trade anymore. If I got to do all that just to, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but no, I'm a, we moving forward with that joint, putting the pieces in place. So hopefully, you know, I have a better report, you know, this time next year about enjoying the podcast from the comfort of my own home. Bro, let me tell you this right now. The mo- the day that you get your new house, we going to pop a bottle of champagne on the podcast, bro. We're going we gonna to all pop a bottle of champagne and we all going to talk. In your man cave. In bro. your man champagne cave. Champagne everywhere. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And if anyone doesn't know, uh, owning a house is probably one of the easiest investments. To, it, it's not, it's not easy as far as the up the upfront part, right? But like, it's one of the best investments that you can make because your house appreciates over time. And if you end up keeping it for the uh, longevity of the house, if you decide to sell it, you got your retirement money right there. If not, you have a legacy house for your kids to move into after y'all move on or whatever the case may be so yeah that's real yeah man that's real no congrats man once you um once you're ready to lock in a realtor i got a good brother in the area that will definitely look out so that's what it is that's what it is say less um hey that's real mel like i definitely think um and i think you were the one that put me on to this that um purchasing a home is one of the first steps in regards to building wealth and so um so man congrats on that well i mean it, it was systematically set up that way you know what i'm saying so i know we we know this, but to our listeners, that it, it is is really a fact of is a way for us to come up and for us to have access to certain things that they others did not want us to have access to. Fact. Hence, why so many things were have been set up and barriers put in place for 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 us to have to navigate that process. But no, that's real. That's what it is. That's well, I feel like last last year, twenty twenty, for me was uh, it was a good year, but a rough year because we had moved from Virginia to um, Charlotte, and I had never you know, uprooted my family before, mm. you know, we, you know, we'd always been, you know, in Lynchburg, whatever. So it was familiar. We always had people around and stuff like that. But when we moved to Charlotte last year, even though we knew people when we got here, that transition was wild, yeah, bro. Growth, and, you know, it was just like, of course, I was happy to be back in the city, but, you know, going through all them changes, trying to learn a new environment, <clears throat> your kids 
learning learning and going to a new school, people you don't know, teachers you don't know, all these things, you know, and that joint was weighing on me around, you know, like this time last year. But this time, this year, you know, I feel, we feel a lot more comfortable with where things are going, like getting settled into Charlotte definitely felt more normal, you know, with school and stuff being back open, getting back to work and all that. But I still feel like for some reason this year was probably one of the more challenging years that I've had. Mm-hmm. Um, and not necessarily personally, but me watching my friends go through stuff, mm-hmm. you know, that I wasn't necessarily expecting to to see. I'm sure they, no one, no, of course, no one expects to go through things, but you know, it was uh, it was hard for me to watch, man, watching all my friends go through something in their own ways and me not really, I ain't really have no no difficult struggle this year. You know, usually there's always at least one thing each year that I'm like, yo, this joint really got to me. And then this year I didn't really have that. And it kind of made me, I don't want to say feel guilty, but I felt kind of guilty in a sense. It was like, dang, I ain't got no, I ain't really had no problems, but everybody else going through something. Mm. You know, so I was just like, uh, since I didn't have anything, I just made it a made it a point to try to be there for everybody else. Sure, sure. But then I realized that that joint was wearing me down. Sure, yeah. Because then I started taking on everybody else's, <laughs> uh, everybody yeah, else's stuff. Yeah, you can't do that. You, yeah, that that, and it's tough to process and find that balance for sure. Because uh, I mean, for me, a lot of people reach out and ask questions. What should I do? Thinking about this and that, yada yada, and it, it, it can weigh on you for sure if it is a continuous um, process. But I mean, give it time. You you got your season will come where you will have to <laughs> navigate uh, a tough. So this may have been your your season of prosperity and uh, and silence, but it it'll come back around. It always does, yo. Real talk. And I'm not wishing that on you, but that's just life. You know what I'm saying? So no, I know we, what you're saying. All, yeah, yeah. We all have have things um, that that pop up unexpectedly. You know what I mean? Whether it is loss, whether it is um, growth, whether it is um, just trying to be filling the gap for other people, etc. So it, it it happens. Um, this was just your season of of, of silence and, and mobility. Yeah, man, that's real. I um, because that kind of goes into I guess for 2022 for myself. Um, the thing that's just kind of just been popping up in my spirit has just been health. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I think it's been so vague for me because, you know, um, my physical health, you know what I'm saying? Like, not that anything is like, you know, disastrously wrong, but um, I'm getting to the point where my age is not necessarily going to um, cover up for me eating whatever I want to, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. going to sleep late, getting up early. <clears throat> and so I got to be mindful of the fact that, um, you know, looking at my family's history in regards to health, you know, like none of my dad's siblings, you know, they can barely walk or get around. They all got health struggles. Sheesh. And so mm-hmm. keeping that in mind of my family genetics, um, I just got to be mindful. And so to me, that's all encompassing. Um, you know, I'm going to say no more to people just because I got the time to do it. Doesn't mean that I got the bandwidth to do it or the energy to do it. Like, reclaiming um, so my time. Family. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and for the listeners, one of the things that I hope to glean from my uh for my friends on this podcast is um, just not letting things like shake me so much. Like I admire uh, specifically uh, Melvin, but you know, also Troy and Lace, um, you know, stuff that happens at work, you know, it just rolls off their back, but I kind of have a, you know, a habit of taking things, you know, to the, to the heart. So just, you know what I'm saying? Seeing things, but not necessarily feeling the need to address everything. I think that's going to uh, uh, prove fruitful, uh, not only for my mental health, but my physical health as well. 
Yeah, bro. My brother, uh, my brother, a few years ago, uh, before he uh, got into his profession that he is now, he was still in, uh, still on the upcoming. Um, he was working at Papa John's, you know, flipping pizzas and stuff like that, delivering them. Let and, me get a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when he was there, he he, you know, he was sharing his he was sharing like one of his situations. He was like, man, he's like, man, I bro, I do all this stuff up over there at Papa John's. You know, I I, I cook sometimes. On top of my delivery, I help clean up, and you they don't they, I train people, and they don't even give me no raise. And I asked him, I was like, bro, do you plan on making Papa John's your career? He was like, mm. no. I was like, well, then, bro, don't put that much energy right, right, right. into into being mm. there. Get what you That's can real. get, what you can get, and so you can so that when you go to your next place and when you are in leadership, you know exactly how to treat your um how to treat the people who that you are um serving under you. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that's how I kind of look at my job right now. I love my job. My job is awesome. I go home. I don't think about my job when I get to the crib. I got I got I probably got about 60, 70 emails that have been rolling in since um December twenty fourth, since I've been off. And I ain't looked at now one of them. Yeah. Um <laughs> but um uh but I know that this is my job right now. I'm gonna get what I can get because this is not gonna be my forever position where I'm gonna be at. I feel that and same thing for you, Drew. Bro, Drew, you gonna have your own five oh one C three one day. Real talk. So I'm gonna claim that, bro. Bro, claim that. You're gonna have your own 501c3 one day. And when you finally get there, you're gonna know the ins and outs of how to treat your employees, how to uh, navigate certain issues, specifically because you've been through that joint. For sure, for sure. I think one thing that we have to remember um, is that we have to go through a pruning process. Everybody wants the, the roses, but. You got to prune it. You know what I'm saying? You got to develop it. You got to develop a, a craft or whatever that may uh, look like. And everything is not going to be the bloom that you see at the end. You know what I'm saying? But that's what we enjoy. That's what we appreciate the most. But everybody goes through a pruning process. Um, and one thing that a mentor told me a long time ago, he said, you have to intentionally take on offense. And that's one thing hmm. that I take to work on a daily hmm. basis. You know what I mean? For me to be offended by something, I have to intentionally take that on. Whereas I could just say, okay, it is what it is and keep it pushing, but you have to intentionally take on offense. Um, and that's something that has always stuck with me, work, relationship, whatever. You have to intentionally take that on. You put energy into what you choose to, and that's something that um, I try to apply to practice. Now, Lace, last week you were talking about headbutting in the, in the head. Sure, for sure. <laughs> that, 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 that doesn't take away that desire because sometimes ignorance is just there and you, you want to address that, but I've learned to um, approach it in different ways. Like even tonight, as many people know, I officiate basketball. Tonight, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm down the court chilling, you know what I mean? Doing what I do, calling it down the line, selling it, if you will. Um, <laughs> and I had, it was a lady standing standing behind me. Um, you ain't go call that over the back end. I said, well, if, if over the back was a call, I would call it. She was like, what you talking about? I was like, it's not a call. <laughs> and, and she was like, yes it, is, yes, it is. I said, Google it right now. And once I come back down the court, you tell me what you found. And, and she was like, you know what? You're right. That's not a call. Exactly. So these are the things that you also have to know dealing with your personnel, who you're dealing with. If people just clearly just have, are ignorant around certain subjects, certain ideals, certain understanding, you got to be able to apply that as well and not take on offense. Because I could have been like, okay, she don't know what she's talking about. Oh, I could have addressed her in a certain way. But it was it was in a joking manner. But I try to engage people in, in that way. Um 
to educate them, but also have a little fun doing it. So, yeah. Hey, you know, that's real. And Troy, I appreciate what you said. I am. Um, I'm about to pull a Troy on the podcast. I used to want to be an executive director of a nonprofit, but I don't really know if that's where the Lord is leading me or mm, what, what I'm supposed vision, to do. Vision, vision. Get that um, board out. Get that board out. <laughs> <laughs> but what I will say is, is that, um, you know, uh, I'm about to offend some of the listeners. You know, I know uh, entrepreneurship is big for everybody. I just don't think that it's in everybody's best interest. That's a fact. That's, that's a fact. Facts, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's not for everybody. However... I don't really necessarily see myself working for somebody for the rest of my life. And um, in Martinsville, my hometown, and Troy's hometown, there's an issue with the achievement gap going on with kids, you know, who are in low-income areas. And um, I won't say his name, but I touched, pay, uh, touched base with a pastor in the area who's uh, very influential. And I was telling him about my work in Charlottesville and what I do to address the achievement gap. And he said to me, he was like, yo, man, maybe your thing is going across the country helping communities uh, better utilize their resources in the area. And so a cell of it being a, you know, um, you do this, you do that. It's more of like a village approach mm. in regards to, you know, connecting those webs, a web of resources for the listeners. I work in human services. And so we call it gaps in services. If somebody doesn't get something or a service that they need. And so I, um, I don't know if it's consulting or 501 C three, but I like connecting the dots for cats. Um, because I'll be honest, man, in my career, um, uh, can I say this? I'm going to say it. I've worked under some bad leaders, man. And um, I've learned more of what not to do as opposed to what to do. You know? well, well, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. But, but that's the thing, though, because a lot of times people are promoted into certain positions they aren't prepared for. And we see Bruh. that um, across the board in all of our dealings. Um, so you have to be definitely be mindful of that um, learning things not to do and I think too one thing that you that you hit the nail on Drew is uh, cultivating a, a mentality that is that is global rather than because we can all we can often think of ideas and things we want to do but it's so not necessarily minute but it is on I would often say it's on the chitlin circuit when we should be on a large scale um, and it's, it's really about cultivating capacity and what you just stated was about be, being equitable in practice so why not start something that is equity minded to the masses rather than in one geographic area. So that that's what it is. I appreciate that revelation, brother. Yo, man, it's real because when you think about it, um, <clears throat> what I'm talking about implementing is not necessarily even for, like, you know, Mel, I hope you don't mind me mentioning this, a major metropolitan city like Charlotte. You know, there's numerous resources. You got a bunch of people doing the same sure. thing. So if we take homelessness, you got a lot of nonprofits addressing homelessness. But when you look at small rural areas like Martinsville, Danville, um, you know, I'm thinking of some uh, like Kernersville in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. uh, there are not a lot of nonprofits or uh, organizations that address those ills of society. And so what ends up happening is, is that we call it the nonprofit industrial <clears throat> complex. People anticipate or expect nonprofits to solve the world's problems, but it's just not necessarily realistic. So my mindset is that churches whether you are religious or not have to be the hub for, you know, that village uh, concept. Um, so with that being said, you know, if you have a minister or even if you have a church that has a 501c3 under it, um, I, so basically, you know, nobody don't take my idea. I was thinking about <laughs> Don't share, bro. Hey, bro, just keep it to yourself keep if it's like yourself. that, bro. Hey. Tell it to hey. us off the podcast and we'll tell you if it's a good All idea right. or not. 
my point is, is that there are things that can be done to, um, to address those gaps in services. Like, you know, like we all know, it's like 15 churches in every area to do a back to school bash. Like that's dumb. Right, <laughs> like, right, right. It just needs to be one entity that does that. And your church can set up a little booth, talk about what y'all talk about and what y'all do <laughs> and let them kids get all them book them bags, book bags in one place. With them Dollar tree crayons and <laughs> Dollar tree crayons and Dollar tree book bag. Book bag ain't even going to last but the first month of school. Book bag gonna last that the first month of school. That <laughs> hey boy, you took it out, but that joint not gonna last until September, dog. That them Dollar Tree gonna... <laughs> pencils be gone in the first week, bro. Gone, Worn especially out. depending on what grade you in. Right. When you fourth, fifth grade, they got them big old books. Imagine come home on the first day of school with whole all them bag books. done. Strap got a hole in the they bottom go. of your joint, bro. Strap gone before you get on the bus. <laughs> Hey, bro, I had a couple book bags, <laughs> straps, uh, pop on your boy back in the day. I'm bro. telling you. Gone, bro. That, hey, that leads me to a, to another question, though. How did, how did y'all wear y'all's book bags back in the day? Were you a low, low and saggy or high and tight? Oh, I was high and tight. I'm high and tight. <laughs> hey, bro, Bell from the DMV. You know high he was tight. high and hey, tight, Hey, I was baby. high and tight, too. I was James like, look, Port, I ain't going to have back issues down the line because y'all want to be tight, cool. Bro. So hey, that's what Mel from the DMV. You know, Mel from the DMV, they used to have two uh, two polos on with both collars popped up. Hey. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. You ain't never in your life. You ain't never in your real life. talk. That Ye had Ye had cats Ye had doing that. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, no, Ye that's, had that's, cats that, doing that's that. that Midwest stuff right there. Shoot, Cameron had the hood wearing pink yeah. for like two solid years. Hey, easy. Now that's what it is. No, I, I like that. I do like that um, concept, Drew, because like you said, so many people are doing the same thing, but we serving the same people. So how can we come together to do it as a collaborative and a collective? Uh, rather than trying to do it individually. But that also goes back to the fact that people don't like working together because they like to take ownership of certain things when the hey. the end goal is essentially hey. the same. Hey, bro. Hey, Lace. Hey, Mel. I hate to cut you off, bro. But you just I knew, you don't just do it, bro. I know bro. what you about to say, bro. I already know what you about to say. Look, bro. I already know what you about to say. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Mel was the one that really dropped this in my spirit years ago, bro. <laughs> I'm going to use an example, bro. Dan Quinn was doing just fine as the defensive coordinator for the Seattle Seahawks. And he decided to take himself to Atlanta and be a head coach. And I think we all know how that works right. out, bro. <clears throat> Cats got to know their lane. Got to. Work in their lane and be cool with it, bro. It's okay. Everybody can't be the head coach. Can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, just know your role and operate in it. Yeah. Who's I, I ain't saying, And I'm not saying I'm a QB. I ain't saying I'm an uh, executive director or CEO. You got to know your lane and operate That's in it. That's fact. Man. That's real statements, though. And, Drew, I, I, uh, actually, Troy's rebuttal to you was probably one of the realest things I ever heard. And that was the first time I heard it. My dad actually said something to me like that uh, a couple years ago. And it was kind of feeling the same frustration that you're feeling. I was always getting offended at work. And I was always, you know, upset or I was always complaining about things and stuff like that. And, you know, I appreciate my dad, but my dad also gets on my nerves because he does to me what I do to other people. And, and they get pissed off when they talk to me about the advice because I have this gift, uh, this gift of uh, of objectivity, where I can literally look at anybody's story, hear an analysis, whatever, and one hundred percent remove my thoughts and feelings from whatever it is that you're talking about, mm. and think about it in a way that gets to a resolution or you know closes the gap. And I have this gift of it, and I do it all the time, and it pisses people off because they want me to hear their feelings and thoughts and what they're saying, but all I can hear is the <laughs> objectiveness in right, the situation right, right. to help you know them get to the end result. 
So my dad does that to me and it pisses me off. So I was talking to him about <laughs> I was talking to him about work and you know cuz I'm coming to him because like if I come to you, I'm really I just need to right, be, I need to get this yeah, off my spirit. Yeah, yeah. You my dad, you need to just listen to me, let me be in my feelings, agree with what I'm saying. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> and send me on my way. And you know, I was talking to him about work, talking about how much I I hated my leadership, my bosses and all that, hated the job, was ready to do something else, couldn't figure out why I couldn't get out of where I was. And he basically told me exactly what Troy was telling you. And he's like, the reason why I was upset at work is because I haven't determined what I want. Mm. He said, because I don't know, because you don't know what you want, you're frustrated That's because, bar. Mm -hmm. yo, he said, the reason why you're frustrated is because you don't know what you want and someone else is telling you what they want you to do. And it's pushed you in the direction that they want you to go. And you don't have no control over that situation because you haven't determined what you want. He says, so what you need to do. And he said, I'm not and he said, I'm not just saying this for work, but he said, you need to go into every environment, every situation, every interaction that you have and know what you want before you get mm -hmm. there. Determine what you want to get out of this thing. So being at whatever job determine what you want from that place because then it makes it easier for you to deal with the offense or deal with whatever or it might not bother you as bad because in your head you like you know what i'm only here to get x y and z and as long as i'm getting that i don't really care about what goes on you know over here whatever and that drink uh it changed my life because it helped me to better navigate the workplace number one but then it also helped me position you know, what type of moves I wanted to make, what type of people I wanted to be around, you know, what type of jobs I wanted to apply for or not apply for and stuff like that. So I would just, you know, not just encourage you, but encourage all the listeners, you know, to just determine what you want, you know, uh, in life, in your career, whatever it is, you know, know what you want before you get to these places. And it might make uh, a lot of stuff that you get involved with a little bit easier to navigate, but it also will probably make you a lot less frustrated uh, because you already know what mindset to have. That's real. Hey bro, what um what time does your daddy uh, preach his sermon on Sundays? <laughs> hey bro, the cash app to his ministry. My daddy always preaching, bro. I can't think of a time when he not preaching. He ain't no pastor, but he be preaching. Let um, me sow a seed into MB2. Yo, you know what's ministry. embarrassing? Into you know what used to be embarrassing, fun, bro. You know what used to be embarrassing when I was a kid. People before cell phones and stuff was invented, people had to actually call your house. People would call my house, and my dad would always answer the phone and say, "Praise the Lord." <laughs> 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 That was the first thing he said. He pick up the phone. He pick up the phone and be like, "Praise the Lord!" Every time I go to church, everybody clowning me, talking about praise the Lord. Every time I walk by, they talk about praise the Lord. Um, let me tell you this right now. So he always preaching, Melvin, bro. Let me tell you this right now. I know we 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 uh, I know we clown cats that got vision boards. You literally just gave me my point of what I'm going to do when I get back to work, um, um, January fourth. I'm going to reach out to an individual. Um, this is part of my vision board for the new year. I'm letting y'all know. Y'all coming to the life of Troy. <laughs> okay, Troy. I'm going to get back to work. I'm going to reach out to this individual at my job who has a position that I desire to have eventually mm. down the road. I'm going to ask him straight up. Hey, man, mentor me. Yes, it is. Yeah. Mentor me. Yeah. Tell me how... Uh, Tell me the, the ins and outs of your job, how you navigated uh, the, the the politics and the position that you're currently in, and how did you get to where you are? Mentor me, and I, I want you to mentor me for X amount of time because eventually, and I'm also letting him know, hey, bro, I want to be like you one day, and I might not even be here. And what that does, bro, it, I, bro you just gave me the insight, bro. I appreciate that. Hey, can I, can I offer you something, Troy, real Go quick ahead. on Go that? Ahead. I don't disagree with what you're saying by reaching out looking for a mentor, but what you just described right there was a one-sided relationship that benefits you, but may not necessarily benefit that mentor. Mm -hmm. 
So I don't know what type of relationship that you have, but it's a lot easier. And I'm saying this for all the listeners. It's a lot easier for you to get a mentor if you find that mentor that you want and find a need that they have that you can fill. So that way the relationship is mutually beneficial. Absolutely. They're teaching you something Bro. that you need to know and they're getting some, you're giving them something. That Cause I'm going to tell you straight up. If, you know, if, make their day-to-day if I get an email like that, I'm going to read that and look around and say, are you jacquesing me? <laughs> is this hey. in jacquesing? Belace, belace, straight up dope, straight up lace. <laughs> Straight up lace. But if you did get that email, wouldn't you wouldn't you also feel some type of like uh, no, no hold on hold on hold on wouldn't you feel some type of like appreciation like okay no. this person appreciates me as an individual it admires where I am you know what I'm saying it's like, sure yeah I get that I get that concept and I think too um, it's one of those where it's somebody that's hungry somebody that has a desire to to learn so it's all about how you how you present it and approach it because i mean people always uh, want to get it get involved but I, I think to mel's point you know how can i get involved and engage with you to to learn about your work but also um build what you are building because you have to understand that individual's vision as well and how that aligns even if, if it aligns outside of the scope of your your work etc sure, so sure, I, I think sure. i think it's definitely a both and in that regard and from that relationship it can naturally become kind of a mentorship um etc because a lot of times we do throw throw out the word i want you know this individual to mentor me etc but you also have to look at the capacity of that individual what they're doing the alignment of the work right. and those kinds of things so it's, it's it's truly a both and got you i got you i got you i, I appreciate that. hey you know one of the books I read um, in seminary is uh, We Have This Ministry, The Heart of a Pastor's Vocation. Um, it's by uh, Reverend Dr. Samuel DeWitt Proctor. And it talks about mentor relationships, especially as it relates to ministry. Um, and it just kind of echoes Melvin's point about the fact that mentor and mentee relationships have to be uh, you know, a symbiotic relationship. Because a lot of cats say that, and Troy, I'm not saying this is you. Sure. A lot of cats say they want a mentor, but really what they want is just to be put on for jobs or whatever the case may be. So yeah. folks are very hesitant in regards to um, really just even communicating with you. And so I used to take offense like when I would try to connect with people and they were very closed off. But now, not to boost myself up, but now that I'm like in a um, an executive nonprofit you know, position, when people reach out to me, I'm very uh, conscious of what am I attaching my my brand to, my name to, or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. So when I go to somebody, it's almost like barter and trade. Like it's just like, hey, I noticed that you struggle in this area that I excel in, but I also know that you excel in this area that I struggle in. I like to just have a conversation with you because um, at the end of the day, you know, when you put the spirit to the side, I can't believe I just said that. You know, we're all human, and we need in order. Most times, we need to to gain something in order for us to put something out. Like it's an investment, bro. You know, like if you put money in the bank, you want something from it, but the bank is still getting something from it. You know, they're probably playing, you know, spades or poker with your money. So, so how do I come off as, how do I come off letting them know, Hey man, I'm not trying to, I'm not gunning for your job, but I do admire your job and I'm, I'm wanting to grow. You know what I'm saying? How, so this is my advice to y'all though. How close are y'all already? Um, so uh, we're professional. Professional. We're not necessarily, uh, and we're cordial. So we're not necessarily on the on the realm of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, y'all not cool. 
We cool. I mean, we cool in the sense of like, hey, how you doing? You know, hey, bro, colleagues. Hey, do colleagues. Yeah. Do y'all talk about other people? Do y'all talk about other people that work together? No, nah, not right now. No, 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 no. Okay. Then, all right, bro. So that's it. So this is my advice, bro. <laughs> look, bro. You know, you cool with somebody at work when y'all be like, man, I know such and such tripping, dog. But look, bro. This is what you got to do, bro. This is just my advice. I um for the listeners, everybody on this podcast used to roast me about taking people out to lunch and doing networking. But I realized networking does work. You just got to know how to do it. Whoever this person is, uh, Troy, you know what I'm saying? Send him a quick email. I wouldn't say more than four sentences, like four college sentences. Invite them to lunch and just say, hey, we'd love to glean from you and pick your brain. Um, And then when you get there and you have that lunch, of course, you're paying because you invited them. And just say, hey, man, you know, I've noticed this, that, and a third about you. Um, I would love to pick your brain about it. You know what I'm saying? Like it is, it's all about how you tailor that initial message and more so how you tailor that, um, that conversation when you have that first meetup or that first networking, um, connection. And then that, you know, you just kind of play off of, you know, their communication because most people, when they accept a lunch invitation, you know, that they're already interested to hear what you have to say, or they just want to have a conversation with you. But Hey man, that's, that's really good. Cause that's the, that's not my intention. My intention is not to become a leech. My intention is not to be a, a burden. My intention is to, I want to grow. Uh, I want to know, and I want to be able to be a benefit to those around me at the same time. You know, that's what it is. That's what it is. Yo, on the flip side of that, Troy, the the type of job that you want, have you ever gone on just like Indeed or anything on the internet and looked up job descriptions for that job to see what type of skills they're looking yeah, for? Yeah, I have, and um, there are some areas in which I need more experience in, and actually, you know. Lace, you know, this is an opportunity for you to even mentor me, too. Um, and I am trying to take your job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I need help in some. Uh, there are some areas in which I need to grow in and stuff like that. So uh, Lace has a specialty. He's been working in uh, this uh, particular field for like the past since I've known Lace, to be quite honest with you. So I definitely have to uh, to pick up some things from him, too. I feel it. I feel it. And the thing is, I mean, a lot of people have to realize that it what we do on a day to day basis, it it's not rocket science. It's really how you develop and cultivate other people's minds and help them build capacity True. around whatever subject matter it is. I mean, like Drew mentioned, he's in seminary. You know, what I mean, at the end of the day, somebody had to teach the people that are teaching him. You know, what I mean, so it's that it's that whole pay it forward um, mentality. And I remember a mentor told me a long time ago when I cracked into higher education, he said, look, if I'm not developing you to take my job, then I'm doing doing you a disservice. Exactly. Straight up. Bro. And I've, I've exactly. also been blessed to have other mentors to tell me straight up like, yo, you've reached the ceiling of what we can do here um, within this setting. So you need to start looking for another job. So and those are things that I've just been. Um, blessed to have people in my corner um, that will tell me straight up like, yo, you're you doing great, but your greatness is beyond these walls, if you will. I mean, I use that figuratively. So um, we also have to realize when, we, when we've hit the ceiling and it's time to move forward and, and do something different. Yo, that's one thing I wish I've, I've had that I've never had before. Like I've had mentors, but they've either been like personal or spiritual. Mm. I've never had a career mentor before. And I wish that I would have had one because I probably could have excelled a lot farther in my career by now, a lot faster if I had, you know, somebody to show me that. It's like I always got to get everything from the muscle, bro. Sure. Like I'm always doing this joint from scratch. And, 
you know, most of the stuff I learned is from trial and error, you know, and just learning the, like, the rules of the game and stuff, and then I just pass it on to other sure. people. But, yeah. um, you know, <clears throat> I'll give... I'll give credit to where I'm at now. Um, my my boss I, does a lot for me, you know, in the one-on-one to, like, coach me up, you know, in, in areas where, you know, I've, I've expressed that I want strength. But he's doing that because he knows that making me stronger makes the company stronger. And he's not, like, worried about me growing or my light, you know, shining and stuff like that. I've been in other environments where I felt like the leaders that I had saw and knew my potential, knew, you know, knew what I was capable of doing. And it was like, yo, if I give him, give him too much rope, you know, he might take my, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? He might take yeah, my, yeah, yeah. my spot or replace me or something like that. And that drink. Especially um, at the previous institution that you was at. Cash sure. was scared of you. Yeah, yo, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yo, that drink used to, that drink used to frustrate me and I couldn't wait to get out of there, you know, and I tried so hard and I, I used to, bruh, you don't know how frustrated I used to get. I'm like, what am I doing wrong, yo? Mm-hmm. Like, I do, <laughs> what am I doing wrong? <laughs> like, I, I know I can't be that bad, you know? And I was just, I would get frustrated, bro. And I had one time where a, a, a so-called, I'll say so-called mentor because that's how I receive it now. Uh, and this might be hurt talking. I don't know if I heal from the situation or not. We'll find out in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's toxic that we laughing at you right now. Yo, that we'll, was we'll, so toxic that we laugh, bro. We'll find out. We'll find out in a minute or whatever. But this person who shower remain nameless, and uh, all y'all actually know who it is. Drew is going to hundred percent know who I'm talking about once I start telling this story. Uh, but this person was positioning themselves to me, you know, as a as a mentor. Not even me seeking them out, but them saying to me like, "Oh, you know." I want to take you under my wing, yada, 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 whatever, whatever. And, you know, I was for that because nobody had ever really come to me like that before on no tip. Like, you know, I want to help you in that regard. And it was in the space of career. So I was like, bet. So doing all this stuff and they taught me playing, I guess, from their side, playing the game and doing all that stuff, basically keeping me in their pocket Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that they could call me whenever they needed me to do something, you know, for them because they know I'm that type of person, whatever. So come up, this job opportunities come up. I'm in a bad situation with a job. I'm like, yo, I see opportunity where you are that I fit all the qualifications for. You know, would you mind helping connect me or anything like that? You helping me out? Yo, this person, basically, they said they was going to look out for me. And then when the time came, kind of gave me all these excuses why they didn't want to put themselves out Mm. there. You know, like Mm. they didn't want to put their name on the situation or anything like that. So, you know, that frustrated me because I'm like, how are you going to call me a mentor? But then you don't even believe in me enough to put your name Sad. out there, Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. for me, you know, and uh, that joint actually hurt my feelings because I was like, what's the what's the whole point? You know, you approached me. I didn't come to you. I would feel different if I like came to you on the Troy tip like, yo, mentor me and come to lunch with me and eat chicken salad sandwiches. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they. uh <laughs> They they came to me, you know, or uh, you know, on the tip. And the crazy thing about it was I ended up I ended up getting the job anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like without their help. Like I ended up getting the job without their help and being in that environment with them. And then they see me in the hallway and then it's like, oh, we made it. You know, like we all here. You did nothing and to get I'm me kinda there. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? I'm like, Awesome, real. Yeah, now look, I'm gonna I'm kick know it what I'm to you. Like, f you, bro. I'm gonna kick it to you like this. Like, I know people probably will take this wrong, but I am literally the type of person. 
if you ain't a decision maker, I don't, I'm not engaging in, with you in any capacity. Like if I call a customer service company right now, I, as soon as they pick up the phone, are you a decision maker? If that is not you, <laughs> let me speak to who a decision maker is. Give me to the person who's going <laughs> to actually help me out. And, and, and people, are and you people a supervisor have, or right, a and people have frowned upon that. But legit, if you if you ain't got no pull, you you can really discern that very quickly. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes people try to hoard human capital. But at the end of the day, if you're not you know trying to to grow with me and develop me in whatever way, then we don't we don't need to to engage and do this song and dance real talk. So at the end of the day, if you're not a decision maker, then I'm good. I can be cordial and we can work together on whatever the case, on whatever it is. But at the end of the day, I only deal with decision makers and risk takers. That's just what it is. Hey, bro, just know that you ain't got to be a decision maker to have pool. That's Sometimes you can have That's pool true. and not be that a man true. at the top. That is I just true. Want people to, I just want people to know and understand that. Is that. True. And I don't know if Drew minds me sharing this story, but this same person actually did that same thing to Drew. Uh, trying to get in the, the workspace that we was gotcha. at and when he did it to them went to them and was like you know yeah yeah i look out for you then when the time came did the same backpedal song and dance you know with him and then you know he was distraught because he had bought a new suit and everything like that and got some new dress shoes from shoe show and whatnot so he was ready to, <laughs> you know ready to Toxic. go and uh <laughs> first of all we not banging on anybody who so, gets shoes from shoe show if you no, i'm just no, that's that, in no. Your pay first of all where is the shoe show in 2021 where can you find a shoe <laughs> show where, where is it located this was in 2021 and first of all they were stacy adams that i got from oh Mel. so you were sliding up in that thing sliding <laughs> i was sliding cuz Ice skating Slide. in that joint, <laughs> Slide, that's bro. why you gotta get the grips that that uh, that adhesive at the bottom of the shoe. So no, he came he came to me and told me about the joint and you know told me what happened. So I told him to just give me the resume. I was like, look, I ain't no you know real decision maker. I might got a little bit of pool, but the least I could do is at least you know pass a resume and put the plug in the ear. You know what I'm saying? So he gave me the resume, took it to a person that I knew could make decisions, and was like, yo, got a solid dude. X, Y, and Z. This is a situation. I want to say in like two days, dude had an interview, and then like three or four days after that had a job. Right, so I'm just right. saying like, kind of like what we were talking about earlier, people not being afraid to work with each other and all that type of stuff. Like, yeah. yo, if people could just, especially black people, yo, like I get so tired of the seat at the table hey, conversation, Mel, and I'm trying do to. It. Put, uh, Mel, okay, don't do all it. right, bro. Well, don't no, that, it, bro. That, let, let me let it. me be clear. That's why <laughs> that's why I stated, you know, um, in some capacities, yes, I want to speak to a decision maker, but that's why I also mentioned risk takers uh, are you are you a risk taker and a decision maker or what whatever category you fall in into because you had to take a risk to even pass that individual's resume along because you put your name out there you put you know what your belief is in this individual etc they have to sell it to obtain whatever they are seeking but you did take a risk in doing that so that's why i always say risk takers and decision makers hey i definitely keep it 100 you know because uh, at the time what Mel is discussing, I was working at Finish Line, and I tell everybody, uh, Mel is the reason my like my professional. Uh, I'm not I'm not dumping on Finish Line, but my corporate America. Man, finish Line. I was uh, an entrepreneur in that joint. You Lace better, was definitely you a hustler. At finish Line. Hey, Lace was definitely, Lace was definitely Lace hustling at Finish Line, <laughs> but, and I'm um, jealous. I never <laughs> got to work at Finish Line. But shout out to uh, shout out to my boy Joe Barnhart like and, and Ryan Landrum. <laughs> shout out to two oh two. Shout out to shout out to hey, two oh two. Let's go. Hey, I'm not gonna shout out Joe B because Joe B was my mentor and he never hired me a finish line. Hey, he, he didn't. And I riddle him about that all the time, yo. <laughs> to this day. Hey man, Drew was trying to make a point. Go, go ahead, ahead Drew. Drew. My bad. My bad. I'm gonna let him go ahead, Drew. You was working at finish no, line. Mel bless your life and, and turned it around. Go ahead. 
toxic. Hey, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 hey, but real rap. Bell got my corporate America professional career started, man. And that was my launching pad. But I, yo, I, I, yo, I want to keep it funky. Like, that joint has really bothered me. The fact that if it wasn't for y'all and other mentors, I would not know my value because I have been in so many places where cats are threatened by oh, me. Oh, for sure. Uh, they threatened by my vernacular. They threatened by my age. They threatened by how I carry myself, how I dress, what I drive. Stacey Adams. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hey, bro, Stacey. Nah, I wear Cole Hans now. You wear for the Cole Hans hey. now. Graduation. Okay. Hey. Thank you. Um, because I would brands. definitely talk about but, um, you if you walk up in there with some Stacey's. <laughs> I'm like, this <laughs> had on some Stacey's. You can't hey, hide man. him. <laughs> hey man, I just got rid. I just got rid of a pair of Stacey's because I upgraded. I ain't gonna hold bit, you, man. My pops probably got some pair of Stacey's older than me, so I ain't gonna hold you. To. I ain't gonna hold you. But that's his time period. Right. He got that's his right, time period. Right. That's real. But right. carry on, Drew. I ain't mean to make. But, um, I didn't mean what? to make a Jacquees of your your Those statement. are retros <laughs> so for ahead. your daddy, Lace. <laughs> them Stacey Adams are retros for your daddy. Go ahead. Hey, right, well, he got memories with them joints, but nah, man. Like, you know, you definitely, you definitely got have to get quality mentors that will build you up and give you a lens on uh not even workplace situations but um you know personal situations to be like nah you're not tripping or to tell you that you are tripping mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so um i i don't want to go into specific detail but even now and previously i've always been in spots where i felt like you know the people are around me are threatened and it's it's disheartening because i'm not even the type of cat to gun for somebody's position Facts. if anything if i see that you got a position that i got a, a position that I want, I'm gonna go try to find that somewhere else at a different sure, agency, yeah, yeah, a different yeah, yeah, place. Yeah. I never ain't go, I'm never ever ever the type of dude to try to take food out of somebody's mouth. So it's just like you know, help me glean, help me learn. You know, that's how my folks raise me. You know, each one teach one. And so when I go into spaces, I feel like my folks set me up for failure because everybody is always the self interest. You know, you trying to take my spot or. Whatever the case may be. Well, I do think too. I mean, it's a it's definitely a generational thing because we see folks now that have been in positions 25, 30 plus years, and they've been in the same position. Cats now, it's a five year turnaround max. You know what I'm saying? So I think too, it's a shifting shifting mentality because if you say for instance, if if you were looking um, into something in regards to what like my type of work. Uh, I wouldn't take that as a, a threat in any way. You know what I'm saying? I already got the title. So at the end of the day, if I'm building you up, it's helping you and it's also helping me as well. So I think it's, it's truly a mentality that folks have to to shift. If you've been in a, and, and that's one thing that I look at. If I'm looking at somebody that I would like to say, for instance, be a mentor, somebody to help cultivate me. If you've been in a position 25 years, I don't need to talk to you. You can't. Yeah, help I'm me. good. I'm good me. on that. Now, can I can nah. I can I learn from you? Yes, Wait. but I'm not looking at you to develop me because you ain't going nowhere. Ah, they ain't made I got no you. progression. They've been in the same. Yeah, yeah, you ain't. And, and, yeah. and I'm not saying stagnant. Um, I'm just saying you're comfortable and you ain't. Like I said, you aren't doing anything to go beyond where you are. And a lot of people are like that in, in their various roles. So, Lace, let me let me. Uh, so, with that being said, because you know, in my mentality, 25 years in a position that means you to me that's like, oh, you got experience. So I hear that, and that, so I know where you are right now. Do you? Do, how long do you foresee yourself being where you are? Um, and do you? How, when? Do, when do you want to get to the next role? 
Well, for me, hey, Troy wants to know so he knows when. What Lace does, he definitely plotted. No, 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 no. What Lace does right now, that is an area that I am not well versed. I'm not well trained in. And um, be honest with you, I have a lot of biases, um, biases, I guess you could say, <laughs> that were hindered me from doing um, what he's doing. Lace sure. is doing the work right now. So I, I'm just, but I'm just curious though. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, uh, hey, yo, I can't wait to have a headshot like Lace on LinkedIn. <laughs> Lace does have a premium LinkedIn headshot, bro. He probably got premium, a premium, premium LinkedIn, LinkedIn headshot. LinkedIn, he bro. probably got the premium, premium. LinkedIn in that joint. Like I this. don't have the premium LinkedIn. I do not because I'm, I'm honestly not. I'm not honestly. I don't. I don't utilize that as as I should because I know that's a great way to connect and engage and. Um, really build a, a, a network, um, but I, I, I'm, I'm legit focused on what I'm doing. And I think a lot of times, even in those networks, you can try to, you see what other people are doing and you try to mirror that in a lot of ways instead of focusing on the work that you are doing and, and the way that you are doing. Mm, bars. Um, because uh, what, what where I'm at and where, where I'm serving is different than most places, although they are very striving to be progressive and striving to uh, develop the understanding. But to answer your question, Troy, I plan on being in that this particular role um, five years max, um, if that, because at the end of the day, um, this work is is transferable wherever. You know what I mean? People are always looking for sound HR work, building sound foundations, um, developing sound diversity, equity, and inclusion practices, et cetera. So this, I literally can do this anywhere to be quite honest in any industry um so it'll be it'll be a five-year um stint if that well i'll say this to you i was uh speaking with a a a guy who i kind of deem as a he doesn't know this but he's been mentoring me um he one thing he shared with me and this is kind of taking your taking your professionalism and putting it into your household one thing he said to me for those people who are married or in significant relationships one thing he shared was if you if your significant other is bouncing around for all of your career goals, uh, that's going to put a strain on your relationship with them. Um, what mm. you need to do is um, y'all y'all eventually need to have a sit down and talk. OK, so what do you need? You know, what I'm saying because you I, I, so I prime example. So we moved to North Carolina from Virginia for my job that messed my wife up. And her and her pursuing her job, not necessarily messed her up, but kind of uh, hindered her a little bit because in the state of Virginia to do her job, she can go straight into it. But in the state of North Carolina, there are different regulations. So now she has to take a step back before she even goes forward. So I told her today, I was like, hey, I need for you to let me know what do you need in order to get to where you need to go to? Because, you know, you've done the you've done the faithful thing. You follow me to two places. She followed me from Maryland to Virginia, now to North Carolina for my jobs. So it's not like now. All right. What do I need to help you? Because hey, we, we in this together. We not I'm not just the only one. So what can we do to help you in your whole process, too? Hey yo, that that could be a whole podcast by itself, it right be. there, Troy. It can be. That conversation right there, definitely an hour and a half mm-hmm. <laughs> worth of content, brother. Real rap. That's real stuff. That's because you so. don't. Because honestly, you don't want your significant other to be stagnant either. You know what I'm saying? Now, right. if that's what they desire to do for the rest of their life, and they're content with that, okay, that's fine. Just know, I'm going to. I'm striving to elevate myself. 
And so I hope that you're willing to go the the longevity for this ride um, because this is what I intend to do and I want to bring you with me. So what can we do together in order to make sure that we're working on this uh, quote unquote empire together? You know what I'm saying? I feel that. I feel that. You know, I think one of the hardest parts about that, Troy, is when one person in the relationship's progress seems to be taken off a lot faster than the other person. Right. You know, for whatever reason. And that joint becomes, you know, difficult. For all the unmarried people, this is a peak at marriage real quick for about a minute and a half. Um, but it's just like, because I, I've even experienced that, you know, situation. Because like early on in... uh marriage i knew what i wanted to do but i wasn't quite there yet uh-huh. and sharita kind of already had her career stuff set and she was just climbing the ladder climbing the ladder climbing the ladder and i was never jealous of any of her accomplishments i actually was trying to help position her to get there faster it was just like for me internalizing like we both have these goals we're both moving towards whatever it's like when am i going to kick in like when is my stuff going to start to take off so that we can do it together because it's when you get when you're on that same wavelength with like both of y'all taking off at the same time like life is great like life is amazing but when you got like what you said where you disrupted uh shaka's flow because you know you moved to uh, north carolina she kind of had to start from scratch you know it's like dang we was trending you know now we got to take this step back you know that drink is that's the hurt piece right there it's difficult yeah it really is but I think it goes back to what we stated earlier, that vision. You got to have that vision, that vision board. So get that, get that thing right. That vision. <laughs> hey, yo. So so real quick, man, re, recapping and getting ready for the new year, man. What's, what's the moral for tonight, yo? I think the moral for tonight is have reasonable goals. Do not be complacent where you are. Um, know that it takes time to get to where you want to get to. Um, but be willing to do the work to get there. Yeah. And don't get discouraged by setbacks. I think that's the biggest thing that a lot of people struggle with is that they get very discouraged with setbacks. Since we, we all have them, um, it's all about how you how you navigate and how you bounce back because nobody likes to take L's, but that's a part of life. So you have to be able to take an L and bounce back in a sound way and keep it pushing. I've had more L's than wins, but what do people see? They see the wins. They so the at wins. the end of the day, you have to be mindful of that and be uh, self-aware that don't let the winds uh, take over and you start feeling yourself a certain way. Because like I stated on pre- a previous podcast, when you start thinking things are OK, that's when things will go wrong. When you start thinking things are OK. For so, real. Yeah. Hey, minister, uh, minister, some call him a theologian. Big Sean once said that last night I took an L, but tonight I'm back. Hey. <laughs> hey, man. So going into the new year, I'm going to challenge all of y'all. Once y'all have y'all list together of the stuff y'all want to do, man, throw it in the group chat, you know, so that we can hold each other accountable to our goals next year. I, I found that that's one of the things that helps me stay on the right track when I tell somebody else about, you know, someone that I trust anyway uh, about my plan so that they can ask me, you know, what's up with that, you know, that we talked about it. What's up? How are things looking with this? Whatever. So I'm going to challenge y'all. Once y'all figure out what y'all list for 2022 is. Throw that joint in the group chat, you know, so we can help each other stay on track for next year. I think that's something, too, you can ask the folks on. That could be a poll, man. You know what I mean? What um, what, what are people's uh, goals for, for 2022? Yes, and, sir. And we can, we can you know what I mean, um, utilize that as motivation. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And let me let me actually say that because some, some things that people are focusing on are things that I didn't even think there's something you should be working on. Like one year, my homeboy, he was mainly focused on his job and his physical goals. 
But he didn't. But I was like, yeah, man, I'm trying to save X amount of money in a bank account. He's like, oh, snap. I didn't think about financial goals. I need to put that together, too. So, yeah, we can all encourage one another by sharing um, some of the goals. You don't have to be too. Uh, detailed if it, with us, but you need to be detailed with yourself and actual steps that you're going to take to get to where you're trying to get to. Because without a plan, you're going to fail. Um, what's the, what's the saying? I think it's I think it's piss poor preparation promotes piss poor performance. Yeah, he don't know nothing about yeah. that. Piss he poor don't performance. Know that. He don't know yeah, nothing about that. Know about that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, <laughs> no, hold on, man. I'm about to look it up. But I think too what you're saying, Mel. Too. I mean, we we're all familiar with. Um, a very po- uh, poem that's near and dear to her, near and dear to us. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it all in ter- one turn, pitch and toss, and lose and start again at your beginnings, and never breathe a word of your and loss, and never breathe that's a word about is, your man. loss. Literally, that's literally what it is. That's that's what it is. Here's man. the quote right here: If you plan to fail, you are. Fail. If you if you fail to plan, fail you plan to plan, you are planning to fail. And you know who said that? The man that's on the one hundred dollar bill. Benjamin Franklin. Benji. I'm trying to get where he is at. Mm. I want my I want my face on some money. You mean hell? <laughs> no, I want my face on some money. Uh, Bar- Barack should be the next like twenty five dollar bill. They ain't gonna have two niggas on no no. No, seriously, Barack's face. Hey, they wouldn't even look, bro. They wouldn't even put Harriet Tubman on the bill. They ain't putting two. On the bill, bro. Yo, that's funny, bro. Yo, I'm gonna share one of my goals for next year. Well, I already shared one for earlier. I'm gonna share my other goal. This one's gonna be very near and dear to my heart. It's probably gonna be the most difficult one that I choose for the year, and that is I'm gonna work on my communication mm, next year. That's, that's big. I'm gonna. That's big. I'm making it a point. I've been hearing y'all. I've been hearing y'all on the podcast. I've been paying attention to the text messages. I've had a. a I'm not gonna use that word. A plethora of people. Mm, plethora. Um, okay. Cornucopia. <laughs> I was gonna say cornucopia, Drew, but I changed my mind. Uh, hey, bro, I knew it. I knew it. I felt it in my spirit, bro. I felt it, bro. Yo, I, uh, a lot of people, you know, that's that that's close to me, whose opinions that I value, have kind of all said the same thing. And one of the things that I was struggling with with that and being transparent is I kind of shared that with y'all, where people are talking to me and saying. You know, uh, if you just change how you talk or you change how you communicate or change whatever, if you change this action, then you'll be all right. And people talk to me from the standpoint of them thinking like it's an action for them. But for me, they don't understand how important it is to me. Like, it's what I believe in. Mm-hmm. So when I hear y'all talking to me about it, y'all are talking to me from the point of an action. And I'm hearing with my ears, I want you to change your belief system. And that drink used to, you know, mess with me or whatever, because I'm I really believed like I wasn't being able to be my authentic self if I wasn't able to just talk how mm-hmm. I want. And uh, the impact versus the intent versus impact conversation, you know, been resting in my head that Lace was talking about. And then this past weekend, you know, I had an opportunity to link up with uh, some of the bros when I went to the Berg and we was kind of having a similar conversation to this. And my line brother uh Dwayne shout out Wayne Wayne Wayne, Wayne. Uh, <clears throat> Wayne, a, Wayne yo Wayne Wayne spoke a word in my spirit y'all that, hey, that stuck in my coming head coming from him that's a lot so <laughs> shout out Wayne Wayne yo, with, with plenty Wayne seeds. spoke a word to me bro and it, it was like the icing on the cake to all the conversations that I've been having with y'all and 
he basically touched in the area of my heart that I was struggling with that I hadn't told nobody about. And he said, you can change how you communicate without necessarily changing who Fact. you are. He was like, changing who you are is not changing. He said, changing your communication is not changing who you are. It's changing for the necessary cause. And, you know, I left from that saying, you know, I definitely need to take how I communicate more seriously, you know, and I'm a work on going, I'm going to work on that going into next year. So y'all will, y'all will see how I do soon enough. That's what it is. The I, proof will be in the pudding. I indubitably believe that you will <laughs> <laughs> Good God almighty. Hey man, uh, what's a manly deeds goal that we can set real quick? Mm, mm-hmm. Hey, get video. That's yes, our goal for next for the year. Video, man. Get video. We on for the video. We on, but I, I do think one, one of the goals too is to take this thing in a in a uh uh very I know we take it seriously, but leveling up in a way. You know what I'm saying? How can we how can we level this thing up and really start reaching folks um in a greater capacity? So I think that's that's a real uh goal that we can easily accomplish by what we do. Because what I mean, what we talking about is real. Um and what we do, although we have varying perspectives, um, we all have shown that we support one another, that we we have love for one another, and we want to see each of us uh, be successful in our own way and in our own lane. But it's it's about building building that pipeline and building that understanding around the concepts that we discuss. So I think that we could easily do that. But I, I definitely want to see this thing um, level up for for twenty twenty two. Hey, on that note, man, I'm going to wish y'all boys a happy new year. Yes, uh, wish all the listeners a happy new year, man. Encourage y'all to determine what y'all want. You know, take some <laughs> take some nuggets from this evening. Get y'all list together. Uh, and, you know, hopefully I get to link up with y'all soon yeah. enough. I know most of us is all for the rest of the week, man. We ain't too far, man. We need to go out and do something. And, yeah, um, and tell, let the people tell us what's on their vision hey, boards for 2022, know. man. That that's gotta be yeah, that's that gotta too, be the yo. question on IG, yo. Hey, make you a stop at Hobby Lobby. You Michael know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All that, all that, all that. Complete with glue stick. Hey, easy. Elmer's. You can get a five glue stick. five packet Target for about six dollars. So go ahead and get that glue stick. <laughs> get that glue stick. Hey, yo. On that note, man. Happy New Year to all y'all. And until next time, peace. We out. Yes, sir.